Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for The Best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Now we're talking about good bosses. Maybe you got some bad boss stories, but we just want to celebrate the good ones at 905-338-1250. What are some of the things that make your boss amazing? Melissa texted in and she said that her boss um, once a month will arrange a potluck and it's a way for the staff to connect and the boss will generally bring in something super tasty. So the boss knows that the way to your heart is through your stomach is what I'm hearing. <laughs> But yeah, someone who goes out of their way to do little special things for those who work with them. Producer Mike, qualities of a good boss. Go. Uh, leadership. Okay. Yeah. Somebody who's a, more of a leader than just, you know, we've all had the boss who just barks orders. Yeah, and they don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you'd rather have somebody who's out there showing you how to do something, leading by example and working with you. I really like that in, yeah. a, in a boss. Cool. I'll write that down. I'll try to do better. <laughs> That's not a criticism whatsoever. Uh, no, taking notes, taking notes. You're up there, Holly. I mean, you know, top yes. three for sure. Top three? Yeah. I broke the top five, guys. <laughs> there you go. This is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I, I, too, appreciate that. The whole leading by example. Um, when they care and they notice things. Yeah, it just, it makes it feel like your work is worth that much more. Yeah. Like you're appreciated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually, Steve said the same thing. He texted in 905-338-1250. He says he loves that his boss uh, celebrates the small victories because in a hard day's work, sometimes that's all you got. <laughs> yeah, the ability to take a look at just the day-to-day -day things, they have to get done. And if they don't, the bigger things don't happen. So let's keep celebrating those good bosses today. 905-338-1250. There are lots of ways for you to catch us here on Good Company, whether it be through the Good Company podcast, listening to us on the radio. AM 1250 is where to go on the radio or downloading the MyJoy radio app for Google and Apple devices. It's a blast just hanging out with you and uh, hearing your stories. And this story made me smile just made me think of a bunch of young kids up to shenanigans. Yes, I said it. Shenanigans. As in the UK, there is a town called Worcestershire. Now, first of all, I'm very proud of myself for being able to say that word. Um, but this is a town where it's pretty quiet. And one day, the townsfolk realized there was something different to one of the light posts that was in the grocery store parking lot. One of the carts was on top of the light, like one of those massive street lights. So how it got up there, nobody knows. And uh, they're trying to figure out how to get it down safely. It's dangerous up there. But I mean, in a town where it's kind of quiet and you happen to see something odd like that, I, it's kind of funny. It reminds me of those times that you see like the shoes that have been flung onto some kind of wire and you're like, oh man, that's not good. Just the random things that you see. So maybe there's something random that made you scratch your head when you saw on a walk or driving around town. I remember when the moose were a thing. Honestly, like it was nice. I liked the idea of these art installs, but you know, I, it's still sometimes you're like, oh, a moose. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Random things you've seen out and about. 905-338-1250. 
Hey, thank you so much for joining us here on Good Company, whether it be streaming at joyradio.ca, uh, through a smart speaker, just saying, hey, play Joy Radio and tune in. Ta-da! We'll be there for you. Also through the My Joy Radio app. Um, it's so much fun hearing from you, so feel free to weigh in at any point. 905-338-1250. Well, I've discovered a new term. It's called functional freeze. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, it's something that I will sometimes catch myself doing. It can be where, you know, you're supposed to do something simple, like take a shower and you get distracted or you just start scrolling on your phone and you know you should take a shower. You know it's not hard to do, but you just can't seem to get her done. So this is actually a, a way of your body protecting you if you're struggling with anxiety or mental health issues or you're just feeling overwhelmed. Sometimes this is a way for your body just to to kind of rest. It just freezes. Um, this could be muscles being tight, your voice being monotone, you're apathetic, uh, survival's your only focus. All you want to do is sleep. Maybe you're self-isolating. Um, you're struggling to connect. Those are just a couple of the things that are a functional freeze. So what do you do if you find yourself scrolling or you are stuck in one of these situations? Breathe. Yes. Um, I once saw uh, a service about God's name. And it's actually when you say it as it's spelt without the vowels, just all the consonants, it's like you're breathing in and out. Breath. So do those breathing workouts, um, grounding. So you know that five senses. Uh, what do you see? What can you touch? What can you taste, smell? And what can you hear? So, you know, becoming present in that moment. And another thing, too, is a sympathetic energy release. So that might mean pumping up Joy Radio, doing some dancing, doing some shaking, uh, you know, just like shake it all out. Uh, maybe do some air kicks and just like, yeah, get the body moving, release whatever is making you feel tight. Yes, I, I can imagine you dancing right now. Unless you're in a car, please stop. <laughs> Be safe about it. But there are things to do if we find ourselves in these situations. So I just want to encourage you. A lot of people experiencing this. So don't feel like you're alone. And there are definite resources out there to help us go from a functional freeze to just being functional. I'm Holly Taylor, and some of the best toys did not give you peace. They were loud. They got your energy out. The pogo stick or the Fisher-Price popcorn toy. All of these vying for spots in the National Toy Hall of Fame. So what were some of your toys? Did these make it into your top five, top ten even? You can always text in with your favorite childhood toy. 905-338-1250. Producer Mike? What are your favorite childhood toys, or can you remember them? Oh, it took me like a half a second to remember Thomas the Tank <laughs> Engine train sets. Yeah, The little wooden, like, uh, railroad tracks that you'd build together. They fit together like jigsaw puzzles. Um, I, apparently, they're worth quite a lot of money today, and I drew all over mine with markers when I was about five years old. Oh, you and how many other kids, right? <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of people in that same boat. So uh, not sure how much they're yeah. worth anymore. But I still have like the little train cars and I had a, a motorized one at one point. Really? Yeah, you were ahead of, of the curve. That's, I was the cool kid at recess. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm impressed.
<laughs> All right, so we got some uh, train sets. And what else would you add to that list again? 905-338-1250. Uh, we have Susan saying her Cabbage Patch doll was her favorite. Um, yeah, I remember mine. I also remember there was like a lot of controversy with some of the toys uh, back in the 80s. So I remember Cabbage Patch uh, was one of those toys that my friends weren't able to play with. So there's that one. Oh, how about... Do you remember Bop It? Bop It. Yes, I totally do. Nancy, thank you for your time. Crank Twist it. it. Ah, yes. Yeah, I remember that one. Of course. <laughs> oh, oh my great. goodness. The memories, right? They're just flooding back to happier times. <laughs> All right. So what would you add to that list going into the National Toy Hall of Fame? 905-338-1250. You're listening to Good Company here on Joy Radio. So you can actually find us on Joy Radio, AM 1250 on the dial, or we are streaming at joyradio.ca. So thank you so much for hanging out with me here today on Good Company as we talk about building self-confidence. And what can we say to help instill confidence in the youth? Well, there's lots of things that we can do or encourage the youth to do. For example, it's easy to feel like you always have to give, 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 or be super nice to people and extend yourself. But then sometimes we don't do the same for ourselves. So we can practice something like self-compassion. It allows us to be more compassionate for other people. So that's what we can do. Um, Finding a confidence buddy is something that they say scientifically helps people build confidence. So what exactly is a confidence buddy? Well, this is someone that you can spend time with. They can be influential in one way or another, but essentially they just help you when you're not feeling comfortable by being a bit of a cheerleader. And when they're confident and they're comfortable, then that kind of rubs off on you too. So finding yourself a confidence buddy uh, is a great thing to be able to have. Also embracing a positive mindset. And there's different challenges that you can do to be able to acquire this. Um, Disorganized to creative. So if you feel disorganized, well, maybe it's because you've got a creative brain. How can you reframe that disorganization into something creative and still make it work for you. So I just love these little ideas, stubborn to dedicated, right? Oh, that person's super stubborn. Or maybe they're just dedicated to a cause. And by helping the youth and ourselves reframe some of these negative messages that maybe the world is telling them into the positive out of that trait, they can lean more into the positive and have the confidence instead of leaning into the negative and then feeling like they just don't measure up or they're just not worth it because they are. Um, ooh, I love this one too. One more. Shy to reflective. My daughter gets shy all the time. And I'm just like, maybe she's just sizing you up. Maybe it's her quietness that's making you uncomfortable. <laughs> and sometimes she's just shy and she's uncomfortable, but sometimes she's not. And so it's always great to see, is this trait something that is a, a negative or do we just need to reframe it because it's actually a gift? 